Hey, it's Crystal. Hey, it's Anne. Welcome to episode six of Privilege Dating. So last episode, we talked about <laughs> feedback we've gotten from our listeners. One question that came up from actually a dear friend of mine, because most of our listeners are friends, and if they're not, they feel like they're our friends, um, <laughs> was why, Anne, do you say that I'm masculine? I don't see that. So, you know, everything's relative. And right. when I look at you, and I know you, and I think about how you are, there are certain traits that signal masculinity in a man or in a woman, right? Wow. And, and it's a spectrum. So, um, like, here's here's some. So there are there are some physiological physiological traits that signify masculinity. Uh, I don't so, think I'm gonna like this episode. Can I just like? <laughs> do you want to talk? And I'll just so, sit here and cry. So, a, so a woman who is masculine tends to sit in a certain way. I'm changing my seating as you said. That. Okay. With legs spread apart. Okay. Oh, I keep crossing my legs. That's the Ex worst. Exactly. Um, and has a has a masculine gait, like walks in a masculine way. Okay. Um, I wear flip flops almost all the time, so I feel like my gait is more predicated on my footwear than on my. Okay. Okay. But, all right. Fair enough. My okay. gait, my so, hands sitting. So that's one. Yeah, um Two. They tend to have a deeper voice. I have a deeper voice. Yeah. Um, and then there are the psychological traits. So those are the physiological traits, right? right? And then there's psychological traits. So they tend to be more like dominant and aggressive. Yes. And assertive. Yeah. Which you, you're saying yes to everything. And, and I'm, I'm not apologetic about that. I think those are fair comments. And they tend to have masculine interests. Yeah. For example, sports. I love them. <laughs> um, bodybuilding, cars, bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love sports. I love beer. I love, I love grilling out and right. smoking meats. So I think right. it's interesting. I feel like the last time we were talking about um, how I didn't have as many guy friends in my marriage. And yeah. I, I missed that. I'm sure. And now I've gotten back to doing the things that I love, which is cycling on the trail and going to the gym and things that I ignored in my marriage, but that, that I care about watching. I love watching football. I love baseball. I love playing sports. I love coaching sports. So if that makes me masculine, I guess those are, I'm fine with, I'm fine with that. Masculine women are also more direct in their communication. They're praised by their guy friends for being straightforward. Which is funny because I'd say in that way, I'm not masculine. I'm super deferential. I oh, really, I'm not, I'm not very um, straightforward hmm. when it comes to what it is that I want in dating at work. I tend to be around the bush. Like hmm. I feel like what you just described as masculine is you in that regard. I'm Actually, you're right. I am very straightforward yes. in the way I talk to people. Okay. Okay. So one point for me. And 17 14 for, me. for you. <laughs> okay. Masculine women. Although it's not a competition. Most things as a masculine person. Okay. Competition, competition is on this list. I love competition. <laughs> I, so that's so funny. I, I want there to be like back and forth. I want gamesmanship. I want play. Like Absolutely. Yeah. As as masculine women tend to do. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> but you called me a woman. So I'll tell you, oh my gosh, this masculine is Masculine women thing. tend to be daring. Do you take risks? I that's interesting. I think I'm a risk taker personally, but not professionally. But yeah. Okay. Um, they tend to be ambitious. Sure. Yeah. I mean I am too though. Right. So we both So have you that. get two points and I have <laughs> Um, they're more rational, less emotional, right? So that's where I think we're different. I think you're the rational one and I am super emotive and emotional. Okay. I cry at the drop of a hat. Um, yes, I have seen you cry. Yeah. And that's okay. But you have never seen me cry. No, I don't think anyone has. <laughs> 
actually my ex he didn't complain but he would say like are you ever going to cry meanwhile our pastor from our church that we mm-hmm, go to mm-hmm. who married uh, my ex and i said during like one of our marriage counseling sh- sessions before the wedding he turned to my um then fiance and was like wow she's an emotive one isn't she <laughs> And during our marriage, on a number of judgmental. I don't know if I like that. It was it was very funny because I was talking about something and I was laughing and crying at the same time. So emotive was a hundred percent what I was and who I was. <laughs> um, but a couple times in our marriage, my then husband would be like, "Well, you're an emotive one, aren't you?" And it was like this inside joke of like, "Wow, you're really extreme in that regard." Okay, so I changing the subject slightly, but we yes, can keep yes. criticizing me and my masculinity. <laughs> Um, I am not into horoscopes. Like I, I don't know oh, much neither. about it. I don't no, care. Like, no, the stars it's, it's fake. Right. But <laughs> I am a cancer and apparently cancers as a water sign. And now people who know things about horoscope, I'm going to offend because I don't really know what I'm talking about. But people who are cancers are typically like super emotional, super emotional and okay. super like, like they tend to like feel all the things very deeply. deeply. And okay. I think in that regards, I am a hundred percent if that's the stereotype or caricature or just who I am. Yeah. Like, that is true. And I think that that is not a masculine thing. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the ways where I'm atypically feminine. I mean, and, you know, keep in mind that all of these things are, you know, they fall on a scale and there's and, no right or wrong way to and be. And they also are completely socially contrived. And I have some they issues are. with that too. They are. So one of the things that I read is that um, gender norms Mm -hmm. were developed, obviously, over millions and millions of years. And back in the caveman ages, they were actually important. Like, gender roles were important for survival. Sure. Later, they developed into a method of control, usually over the women. And their bodies and and their choices. Uh Now, gender roles really are irrelevant, but they still persist. So much so, so. Yeah. So, and, and even, you know, even in countries like the U.S. where it just doesn't matter anymore. But that, you know, I think that's just an interesting um, artifact that is of our culture. Um, it's funny because when I'm thinking about what are the ways, like I was a tomboy growing up. I loved sports. I was always hmm. hanging I can, with I boys. can see it. You can see that. <laughs> I can see that now. But I didn't own my first pair of jeans until I was in fourth grade and I owned Mm. them kicking and screaming. I used to wear dresses to school every single day. My mom had to iron them. They had to look cute. She had to do my hair. So I went from being like super girly girl to like, yeah, I'm going to be an athlete and that's who I am and what I am. Um, So interesting how that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you were criticizing me, or uh, <laughs> not when, you were, when, you were you. Pointing, when you were lovingly pointing I'm out, defining my... what makes a person a quote unquote masculine woman. So I'm giving in you your, the characteristics in your perception. No, I get that. I was thinking many of the things that I say and do, I perceive as just me being confident or me being yeah. forthright about who I am and what I want. Yeah, um, and that's, that's great. But that's so interesting in the context of dating. And in the context right. of dating as a lawyer. And so how does that play out for you when you're dating? Like, because you're, I guess, more on the masculine side, can I say that? Like, are you comfortable with me saying no, that? No, but sure. <laughs> well, because you tend to have some of these masculine, quote unquote, masculine traits. I, I'm fine initiating a date. I am fine okay. paying. I am, I don't want someone to take care of me. I don't, I'm not some damsel in distress. Right. Like, that bothers me. The idea that if there's somebody who wants to be involved in my life and embedded and provide I, I don't need that i want and to be my own person do you want to make decisions in the relationship that's a good question i want to have 
full control over my kid's life and my life. Of course, they're your kids. Right. But I also <laughs> want to be open to like someone else joining us and someone else having a say, but ultimately like I'd like someone else to pick where we're going on a date or vacation or different things, but the things that but those are little things. Yeah. I'm talking about big things, like real things. Like what? Uh, like where to live, mm-hmm. what your kids, I mean, ultimately they're going to get involved in your kids' lives, yeah. like what your kids do. So that's an interesting perspective because I, I feel like where I live, that that's one and done. That's decided. I'm I'm all in. I've already but, made that. But choice. perhaps you know, in ten years, when your kids are done with when school, when my kids aren't in school, then I would be totally open to someone to, else. You'd have to make a joint decision as to where you go or move or retire. I or think all that's these fair. So I think money it, decisions. Who makes money decisions? Yeah. No, those are those are good questions. I think you brought up what like our kids and what they do. I tell my kids every day that all I want is for them to know that they're loved and for them to be happy and to be kind. Yeah. So. I think someone else that came into their lives, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them to have certain expectations of my kids other than them being loving and kind. Would and you consult your partner on decisions or so. would you expect that you're making the decisions mostly? I think it would depend on the person, but if it's someone who I, I love and trust, well, of course you have to love and trust them. If you're going to be in a relationship with them, right? raising your kids together, then I would want them to have an opinion. I would want them to have a say. So I guess it's the, I have a very high threshold for who I would let in my life. Mm-hmm. But if it's somebody who I truly love, trust, and value, they're going to be someone who I trust to be mentors and co-parents. So I consult my partner on everything. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> meaning in a relationship or as you co-parent with your ex? No, I mean, and I don't know how the whole co-parenting thing looks right now because okay. it's so new to me. That's but fair. like when I look back on my relationships and I look back on like, how I used to behave and what, you know, how decision-making goes. I like to consult my partners and know their opinion and get their feedback on everything. Wow. (laughs) I want to know that they're okay with the decisions I'm making and I want them to be involved and I want everything to be like a joint decision. I'm not talking about like what I'm going to eat, but I'm talking about big decisions or even medium decisions I want to make jointly interesting yeah i i don't say i, I consult disa- my partner I, a I, lot <laughs> so it's very different I, that's very different <laughs> i would never say that i don't consult my partner that's why i'm not masculine right yeah and i mean i care about my partner and i know what they value or i would i would kind of know where they're at i wouldn't make any huge decisions or even minimal decisions but that's interesting yeah it's a different way to be i can tell that you don't do that right and I think that'd be difficult to be in a relationship with, to be honest. <laughs> oh. With somebody who wanted your feedback on so many things? No, or... I think with somebody who wanted to share their feedback on so many things. Oh, yeah. I think there were certain things that I knew mattered to a partner that I would defer to them on. Yeah. And other things that I knew mattered to me that they would defer to me on. Yeah. No, I know that I'm kind of a codependent person. That's, I'm a super independent person. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Somebody was asking me about my codependency and they were like, uh, have you taken time to like learn who you are and to be alone? I'm like, I know exactly who I am. I don't need to be alone. I know that I'm a codependent person. Okay. I want to be in a relationship. I don't don't need to spend time by myself. Tell me more about what it means to be a codependent person. Cause I just can't 
I mean, I'm not, I don't know if I'm defining codependency the same way everybody else is, but I know that I, I thrive in relationships Mm -hmm. and I I do rely on my partner. Like I'm absolutely an independent woman. Like we've discussed before. I have my own profession. I'm, you know, ambitious and career driven and I'm financially independent and all these, I can stand alone. And you but I don't want to. Interesting. Okay. I 100% want to. Like when I have these little decisions to make about the kid's school or like, you know, even work, like little things that pop up, like I want to call my partner and just know wow. what they think. Interesting. Yeah. I, I definitely want a relationship where my partner wants to add value and wants me to add value to them. Mm-hmm. But I have not in my life ever wow been in a relationship (laughs) where like the there was the let me ask you about my day it was more the let me tell you about this and hear about yours and what were you thinking and how were you feeling right but not the help me make a decision yeah wow or like here's like My kids are big skiers. Yes. And they love. And they're better than you the last time. They're, they're, they're really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing moguls and everything. Wow, that's awesome. They're, they're, they're amazing. So one of the big decisions in this country, there's two major ski lift ticket systems. There's the Icon Pass and the Epic Pass. And every year, if you're a skier, you know, every year I struggle with like, gosh, do I go with Epic this year? Or do I go with Icon this year? No way. Something like that. Yeah. And, and it's like a thousand dollar decision per okay. ticket. Like it's very expensive. Yeah. Something like that. I would absolutely, you know, want to talk through. I, yeah. I could see that. I would want to talk that through with a partner. Yeah. Huh. And like, yeah. I also, am, and I think you can relate to this. I am a big planner. Okay. So I would like to know in advance, like what we're doing so that, like on a date, I know what to wear, what footwear, what outdoors. Is it going to be hot? Is it mm-hmm, going to be cold? What mm-hmm. is what's up to come? And the sense I get from many people dating online is, I want somebody who like just goes with the flow. And it's very easy for me to be like, <laughs> I'm not your girl then. Like I am fun and spontaneous, and I will do great things. But I also like I'm going to be dressed for the occasion. I want to know what time like is bedtime. Do I need to pack a set of glasses? Like I I, I want to be super prepared. Right. Um. And I don't think that's a I have to know everything that's going on or have to have control of things. It's that I want to be in control of myself and be prepared. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy myself more if I am right. Know what I'm in for. Do you need compliments? Do you need to hear like verbal affirmation? I think based on my most recent experiences, probably. Yeah. But in the past, not really. How, that's changed for you. I think it has. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's just a function of how my marriage ended. Oh, okay. And like the lack of trust Got and, it. and the lack of connection. <clears throat> okay. So um, you're feeling a little bit more insecure right now. Yes. And so you want to hear, you want to hear things. Yes. Whereas okay. I think before I was confident in who I was and yeah. confident and, and trusted who I was dating. So mm-hmm. just believed that we were looking out for each other. Right. Which sadly wasn't my experience. Right. Which is now why I think I'm a little reserved mm. or a little less confident than I was. I need compliments. Well, you're gorgeous. So you got them all the time. <laughs> Interesting. How do you convey that to your partners? I don't. And I kind of hate it if I have to tell him that I want compliments. Interesting. I need him to just know and to just 
give them to me freely. So back to when you were talking about love bombing and like being told all oh, that was things, amazing. I would think that's it, the flipping worst. What do you, the worst? Because it was the best. Right. But if someone doesn't know you and they're saying all these great things, I think that I'm wonderful and I think I should be loved, but I want that to be because you actually know me, not because of what's on the surface or because of like, so you care about the genuineness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I mean, some people care a lot more about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I care about the, gen- thank you. I would take that. That is so funny. Anne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to hear positive things and don't care if it's genuine? Um, no, I need to hear compliments and of course it has to be genuine, but, right. but, um, I don't know. Like for me, you know, when, when he started to love bomb me in that way, like on the second date mm-hmm. and was like, you're this and you're amazing and you're all these great things. I was like, huh, this seems really early to yeah. be hearing all these things. But I still, I like you absorbed it. it. Bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> like a sponge. I love this. <laughs> wow. Okay. I would have gone running. Really? Absolutely. Oh my God. I loved it. Yeah. I soaked it up. <laughs> I think I would love that in a long-term committed relationship. Of where course. someone like truly knows me. Yeah, But course. then it wouldn't be like, I like your hair today. It would be like, I loved how you handle that situation or like I, I wanted to be something of substance like you about... want to be one of your actions I wanted for my so actions. masculine <laughs> no it's not it was interesting I was thinking the other day about what I want in a relationship going forward and how it is that I'm living my life now based on how I want my life to be separate and apart from who I'm dating or what relationship I'm in and I don't have that much time to date because I'm spending so much time focusing on the things that matter to me, focusing on my kids, focusing this year, 2022, my resolution was volunteering. And I've spent so much more time being involved in my community and helping others. Uh I don't want to be with somebody who isn't invested in their community, who doesn't care about others, who doesn't think outside of themselves. Like I don't want the people who I meet online who are like, wow, your smile's beautiful. Again, you're gorgeous. Sure. Values driven. Awesome, amazing. Right. Thinks but about I, other people. I want someone to care about those things, not about like, you have a beautiful smile. Oh, you're so pretty. Let me see a picture see, of you. Am right I now. shallow? Because I, I care about that. <laughs> you're not shallow because you have so much depth to you. But while I'm turned off by the like, you're so focused on the external, like, care about me as a person, I think you want both. I'm almost the don't look at like, I feel like I'm so much better of a person than I am as a looker. Does that make sense? Of course, yeah. Well, you value that right. so much more. Which is funny because I really only date pretty men. <laughs> Whereas we talked about this, you will date more for career or more for... Yeah, kindness. Positions. Yeah. Yeah, substance. I don't really And I don't think you don't man. date for substance, but I, I think I really do care about their appearance and don't want them to care about mine. Yeah. Is that silly? No, no, that's fine. So a guy I went out with this week... Um, I, he asked me why I picked him. Oh yes. I love those questions. Why <laughs> did you pick him? I told or him, did you tell him the truth? No, I mean, I told him that I actually thought that he had kind eyes Oh, that's really based sweet. on his pictures. Did he? He did. And in person he did? He did. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, oh, thank you. Like he was very taken aback yeah. by it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Because, well, no, I'm not going to say anything more about that. <laughs> It's hard walking the line of dating someone and wanting to share and also wanting us to be able to be us. 
So I have another question for you. Yes. Um, when you meet guys in real life, mm -hmm. what do you think are some red flags that you've experienced or that you've, um, that you think are red flags in general? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked. But Anne, that is a list as long as my arm. I feel like that could be our next 17 episodes. True, yeah. So can we put a pin in that and that can be what we talk about next? Good call. And I also think we should welcome if folks have questions or they want to like share with us concerns or have things they want us to talk about. Maybe that's another thing we could do. Ooh, so yeah, I like that. Yeah, but red flags in real life is something that I would love to talk to you about. So let's do that soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much for joining us. This was episode six. Privileged dating. Bye. <laughs>